Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Tuesday. Been a fun day. Dan Orlovsky was bringing fire last hour. Got a chance to revisit with uh, one of the coolest athletes I ever got a chance to cover, Dr. J. Tim Callishaw, Dallas Morning News around the horn, talking about the Dak Prescott deal. If you missed what Orlovsky had to say about the Cowboys side of this contract with Dak Prescott. We'll bring that back because he does not paint a rosy picture for the Dallas Cowboys coming up this season. And this is the season where they need to take advantage of, hey, we don't have distractions now with Dak's contract. Everybody else in the division feels wounded, and we're going to be ready to go. We'll bring back Dan Orlovsky's comments about the Cowboys moving forward. The Eagles have had quite an offseason at the quarterbacking position. You trade Carson Wentz to Indianapolis. And then you have a second-year pro Jalen Hurts. He's the de facto starter here. Now there's speculation. Maybe they use the sixth pick overall to bring in a quarterback to compete with Jalen Hurts. ESPN's Chris Mortensen reports Philadelphia owner Jeffrey Lurie wants to build around Jalen Hurts. Some members of the Philadelphia media said, not so fast. We don't buy into that. If the report is true, you can understand where Lurie is coming from because, you know, normally an owner doesn't meddle in personal matters, but Hertz seems like a good second round fine last year. I don't know if that means he's your starter. It's just you found somebody who's maybe better than you thought. 
maybe the Eagles are pulling a, a smokescreen here. Maybe they do want to draft a quarterback. I would not listen to anybody right now and go, oh, you're telling me the truth, huh? What is the advantage of the Eagles owner going, we're going to build around Jalen Hurts, we're not taking a quarterback? Nothing. There's no advantage. And, and unless you're going, I want to build up Jalen Hurts' confidence. You know, maybe they learn from Carson Wentz. You know, we, we don't want to draft another quarterback and maybe hurt somebody's confidence level here. But uh, we're going to know for sure on April 29th with the draft. But it appears it's Jalen Hurts' job to lose. But I wouldn't rule out the Eagles entertaining the idea of getting a quarterback. Here's the key. If the Eagles are going to go in for a quarterback, they probably have to move up a spot because it feels like the Bengals are open for business if somebody wants to come in at number five overall and they would be able to steal a quarterback from the Eagles. This is how it worked. It worked with Deshaun Watson. It worked with Patrick Mahomes. That's the guy we want. Who do we go up and trade with? They don't need a quarterback, and that might be the case this year. Also, we've spent a little bit of time talking about Russell Wilson because now the Cowboys are off the board. Um, there's a little bit of information that I found out uh, through a, a, another source who's around this situation, um, and that is, does Russ expand his wish list? Because now it's down to three. What did the Bears give up? They should give up whatever they need to give up because their coach and GM will probably be fired if they don't make the playoffs or win a game in the playoffs. Other than that, stakes aren't that high, right? The Saints, I don't see that happening. And then there's the Raiders. Could I see that happen? Yes. But it feels like everything is on the back burner till the following season. But I don't know if Russell Wilson, if you really want out, do you then say to management, We're, tell us the teams that you think you could make a deal with? Dolphins, Jets, those two teams are ready to pony up a treasure trove for Russell Wilson, from what I'm told. And maybe they have already done that. But if Seattle is not returning calls from the Raiders and the Saints and the Bears and the Cowboys, and maybe you don't see any improvement with if I'm Russell Wilson, okay, we got a new offensive coordinator. Well, Pete Carroll's still the offensive coordinator. They've had other offensive coordinators. It's still Pete Carroll. Are you going to pick up any linemen? Like, there's, there's, there's things that are factoring in here. If you're Russell Wilson, where you go, okay, is that going to happen? No. Is that going to happen? No. Is that going to happen? Maybe. We're not going to know until free agency if Russell Wilson goes, you know what? On second thought, I don't think you can have on second thought, I want to end my career here, because that's not going to happen. I f it feels like Seattle, they, they have to put up with Russell Wilson. He gives them the best chance of winning now. But do I think long-term, even the next couple of years? No, I do, I do not see that happening. But if I'm Russell Wilson, am I willing to expand my wish list and include a team like the Jets or include a team like the Dolphins? Is there an outlier like Carolina if they don't get Deshaun Watson? Would they be interested in Russell Wilson? But if you're Russell Wilson, you're going to go to a team that's going to be giving up resources to get you and the Jets. And then you're going to go to a team and you go, wait a minute, we're not very good. 
Or you have to give up the third pick overall if you're the Miami Dolphins. And what does Seattle take in return? Because we always look at a trade, potential trade from one side. Not both sides. Because that's not any fun. You know, that's, that's the reality of all of this. And nobody wants to deal with the reality of all of this. And that is, if I'm Seattle, what do I want from Miami? Do I want Tua? Do they like Tua? I get the third pick overall and another first-round pick and then something else? What if you don't want Tua? What's that do to the deal? Or the Jets. We get the number two pick overall. You can take your quarterback. They may say, we'll give you the number two pick, but you got to take Sam Darnold. So there's a lot of things that factor in here if, if you're the Seattle Seahawks. This comes down to ego for me. From what I'm told, this is about Pete Carroll's ego and Russell Wilson's ego. And you're not going to build a winner when your quarterback makes all that money. The reason why Seattle succeeded, because Russell Wilson was a find. And you got him on a rookie deal. Just like the Dallas Cowboys. They went 13-3. and three. Now all of a sudden, Dak got paid. Let me see what you do now. Because you just made it even tougher. Because you overspent with some of these other players. Dak has to play out of his mind, in my opinion. Russell Wilson was playing out of his mind first half of the season. All of a sudden, something changed. Now, can I put blame on Russell? Absolutely. Holds on to the ball too long, always trying to make a big play? Yes, absolutely. Pete Carroll wants to win with defense and running the football. But I don't know. I don't expect Russell Wilson to be traded. Not this year. Next year? Yeah, probably so. Yes, he it's kind of ironic not to do this, but that Pete Carroll wants to win um, with defense and running the football when his most famous play is calling a pass play when he should have run the ball. Mm. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. Too, too soon. soon. Yeah. Way too soon. Yeah. But that, I mean, still, I mean, you said it before, the aftershocks of that play call are certainly still they haven't, they haven't recovered from that Super Bowl loss, in my opinion. They truly haven't. Yeah, Paul. And you assume you're going to be back if you're, you're a Seattle fan. You're like, oh, yeah, we went to two Super Bowls and Russell's first, what, three or four seasons? I think three. And, and you're like, oh, we'll be back. Dan Marino, we'll be back. I, I was looking at the NFL draft order. There's a lot more quarterbacks in play, too. Imagine if Atlanta takes a quarterback at four or they trade up. Now Matt Ryan, who's still a good quarterback, beyond you know, above average quarterback is in play. They're expected to take a quarterback yeah. in Atlanta. So that means Matt Ryan now becomes in play or, or he sits for a year. Or you want tutors for a year. Yeah. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, who's not bad, could be available quickly. Yeah, I know. Drew Locke, who people, some people still like. Mm. Not many. Yeah. But but you have the, the Niners situation with Jimmy Garoppolo. Here is Greg Bedard. He's a Patriots insider, and he has a podcast, the uh, Greg Bedard Patriots podcast. And he had this to say about the New England Patriots plan A at quarterback. From what I gather from talking to people this week, over the past week, um, Jimmy Garoppolo is still far and away their plan A. That, that if they had to draw it up exactly, you know, the optimal situation for the Patriots for this coming season, it's Jimmy G coming back here. And, of course, that's all dependent on the 49ers doing something. Now, don't believe anything that John Lynch says. Like, yeah. John Lynch really has no power there. He's basically... I guess he sort of runs personnel, but it's it's Kyle Shanahan's show from top to bottom. All righty. Well, Bill Belichick, 
hand-delivered Jimmy G to Kyle Shanahan, does Kyle Shanahan return the favor? And what's it cost the Patriots to get Jimmy G back? And then what do the Niners do if that's the case? I still think Sam Darnold is, is a quarterback that I would factor in somewhere next season. Because if I'm the Jets, I'm taking Zach Wilson. If, if I feel like he is the guy, then I'm, I'm using that spot for a quarterback. Because now I have a young team. I have a new coach. I have an experienced GM, but he hasn't been in the job that long. Now I can build something here. I, I got a basically a four-year plan in place. And that would be the route that I would take. Because I, I don't know what Sam Darnold's going to be worth once he, his contract expires. Like, does he get $35 million a year? And that would scare me because I don't want to pay that money. But if you said I can take Zach Wilson, if you're, if you're sold on him, I'm not sold on Zach. Looks like a wonderful talent. But when you're competing to start this year at the quarterbacking position, the schedule wasn't difficult. I did watch the entire Coastal Carolina game, and I don't want to put too much emphasis on that. He can make all the throws. I just, I don't know. Like these one-year wonders make me nervous. And we saw there was, there was certainly progress with Zach Wilson the year before. I, I, I'll truly acknowledge that. But I get nervous when you do it for one year. And if I'm, I'm the Jets and I'm bringing him in, I'm bringing him in to start. You got to play. But there's, there's a lot of questions that are still left to be in. Like Deshaun Watson, nothing. We haven't heard anything. Isn't that amazing? Nothing. No whispers other than uh, Houston should move on and what can you get? The only thing we got was out of the Houston Chronicle with John McClain saying, uh, what about Deshaun Watson for Kyler Murray? Well, there's a couple things attached to that. If, if I'm the Texans giving Deshaun Watson up to the Cardinals, it's Kyler Murray and what else are you giving us? And also keep this in mind. I can plug Deshaun Watson into any kind of offense. I can't do that with Kyler Murray. Your offense has to be catered to Kyler Murray, his strengths. That's, that's what happened with the Cardinals. And are they willing to do that with the Texans? Do they have the personnel to do that? Do they have the coaching staff to be able to do that? It's not as simple as, hey, uh, do you guys want Deshaun Watson? Because uh, he didn't want here. Uh, we'll take Kyler Murray and give us, uh, you know, a first round draft pick. It's not that easy. It sounds good, but that feels like it's fantasy football. Uh, winners and losers from Dak Prescott's new contract. I would say the Cowboys won from the standpoint of it's not a com- topic of conversation. Not anymore. Now, it will be depending on what happens this next season. Dak's a bust. Shouldn't have paid overrated. He's worth every penny of it. Cowboys, a force to be reckoned. I mean, it, it's it, here we go. This doesn't end, by the way. For those who hate the Cowboys or this conversation, it does not go away. Here's some key players, what they make. Demarcus Lawrence, $25 million. Amari Cooper, $20 million. Zach Martin, $17 million. Tyron Smith, $14 million. Zeke Elliott, $13.7 million. Those guys better produce because it may not matter what Dak Prescott does. If those guys don't produce, 
it's not going to end well. Other winners, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, and Lamar Jackson. Yes, Paul. We need like all the NFL analysts and media people to make some type of declaration today on the Cowboys and their signing. Because Dan Orlovsky was very, he was vehement. He said, this is a bad contract for the Cowboys and does not help them win in any way. Yep. Which is what I think every team is trying to do. But a lot of people were like, everyone was sunshine and flowers yesterday. What a great day. Not just for Dak, but for both, for the franchise. But a year from now, if they're, if they're 6-10, and 10, it's still got to be a good signing. Well, this was the best situation for the Cowboys to, to keep Dak Prescott. I see, but I, I disagree because remember we talked a couple weeks ago that if you franchise tag him, yeah, it hurts in the short term with more cap hit, but then you are, if his injury doesn't respond that well or the team doesn't respond that well and they don't make the playoffs next year, you're not on the hook for anything. You can move on with your life and restart the franchise. Well, no, I'm giving you the perspective from Jerry Jones. Yes. Is, eh, you know, I, I paid a little bit more, but Dak's a leader. And, uh, you know, he paid a little bit more. I would have franchise tagged him. But I would have given him the contract two years ago. But I this year, I coming off a broken ankle, I would have franchised him. That, that to me, is the amazing part of this. Maybe he's... This is a guy who uses his legs. They count on him to use his legs. And you're going to give him that money? That, to me, was surprising. Uh I probably would have done that now. It might have cost me more money because Cowboys did not get a hometown discount at all. It was, hey, here's the price. He got everything he wanted. Imagine you go into a negotiation. You go, I want this. I want this. And, uh, you know, I want $75 million this year. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's what happened. Dak got everything he wanted. He probably got Jerry Jones' parking spot. Once he starts wearing glasses, Stephen Jones will probably clean his glasses. He's a leader. Yes, Paul. Here's a comparison. This is probably apples and oranges, but the Minnesota Vikings in 2017, they had the number one defense in all of football, yardage and points, best defense in football. They had the 10th ranked offense. They had Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry, they had Case Keenum, who had a really nice season. He was doing because he was surrounded by talent. He was doing fine. They decided to upgrade their quarterback. They spent uh, the first guaranteed contract of all time for Kirk Cousins. Their offense now is ranked 11th, about the same, and their defense is ranked 29th in the league four years later. Mm. And they're further from the Super Bowl than they were three years ago. Was that a good contract signing Kirk Cousins? Nothing personal. Just how did that work out? Their offense is exactly the same, and they couldn't spend on defense anymore, and they had to let guys go. Well, the the Texan or the uh, the Vikings have done well drafting. Mm-hmm. You got Jefferson. I mean, you got your star running back and your star wide receiver in the draft. I mean, Adam Thielen. They got him in the draft. It, it feels like the Vikings have done really well in the draft. Would I have paid that money for Kirk D. Cousins? I wouldn't have. But I would have to know what is our long term bigger. Not, I'm not winning a Super Bowl with Case Keenum. You got to have a a great quarterback. At least it feels like that. But and you got a defensive-minded head coach in Mike Zimmer. But, yeah, they're, they're farther away, it feels like, than they were a couple of years ago. Yeah, McLovin. See, I didn't feel like Orlovsky said it was a terrible signing as much as, like, the Cowboys aren't going to win no matter who's a quarterback almost. Like, there's just so many other problems. I mean, maybe it was a bad signing, but 
What are, the other options weren't any better, were they? I mean, besides not signing Dak, we're going two and fourteen, and I would have done the franchise tag. Okay, I just want to see if he's healthy and he's able to play. But that would hurt you this year to do the franchise tag, I, which I, they can't. I I know, I know. But they put themselves they put themselves in this situation, right? Jerry bet against Dak, and Dak won. And I don't know if that's where you go. Okay, I'll take my medicine. Or do you bet against Dak again because you're not quite sure how healthy he's going to be when he comes back? I don't know. I mean, the funny thing is this deal is going to be over before. We're going to be talking about his next contract. Oh, yeah. Yeah, But their problem, like, I mean, the same thing with Vikings. Do you honestly see Mike Zimmer or Mike McCarthy hoisting a Lombardi trophy? They're just, they're not elite coaching staffs right now. Well, Mike McCarthy has hoisted a I know. But honestly, like, did you think that team was playing for him last year? I, I don't see the Cowboys as a threat to win the Super Bowl. No, but you have a better chance in the NFC than you do the AFC. Oh, definitely. In the next, you know, three years. I was just throw out a poll. Who do you like in the NFC East next year? I know there's a lot to be determined, but do you, does anybody have a front runner there? The Dallas or Washington? I I don't care about who's the front runner in the NFC East, McLovin. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, I can't be territorial and go, man, we're the best team in the NFC East. Have you looked at the NFC East? Nine and seven, here we come. It's horrible. Well, we're talking about expectation. Is the Cowboys' expectation to go to the Super Bowl, win the division? Like, uh, well, I would let let's start with winning the division. I would hope they would, and then after that, I would think winning a a couple of playoff games. I think that's a reasonable expectation. At least it should be. I mean, they're paying they're paying some guys some good money. They they. <laughs> They better have some bigger results than, yeah, we edged out the Washington football team. Yes, Todd. If they finish 8-7-1 and one and win the division and win one close playoff game, and then they're done. That can't be enough. Play that kind of money. Thanks, Todd. They'd be short a game, too, probably. Oh, there'll be 17 games. <laughs> That's okay. 8-8-1. Eight, eight and one. I, 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 was, I understood what you said. 8-8-1 eight, eight will definitely win you the NFC East next year. <laughs> Would you take eight wins right now? For the Cowboys? For the Cowboys. It seems like that's a number they always land yeah, on. Yeah, but you can't take eight. Nah, you can't take eight wins. I, I'm guessing that ten wins is what they would expect. Right? At least ten wins. All right, uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, Darren Ravel is going to join us. The Action Network. This is a story that I have no idea what it's all about. It's uh, called Top Shot, and you have people investing all kinds of money where you get basically a video snapshot. Like your trading card is LeBron dunking on somebody. So there is the context of the game, and I'll let Darren explain it. Plus, who is driving the card collecting, uh, this money surge? You know, you got these trading cards going for a million dollars now. Like one of one, Mike Trout or LeBron James. And so we'll talk to him about that. But it's it's kind of crazy. And I don't get the whole top shot where it's just a picture that is 
Like physically, do you get to hold on to this thing, Todd? It's these digital collectibles. One of the big things that, from what I read that's great about it is you don't have to worry about it, keeping it in mint condition or shipping it somewhere and it gets lost or it gets bent. And what do you have to do with an actual physical card now that everything's digital? But it's very, very confusing how people are spending many, many millions of dollars to have the right to these little digital cells. And look, I was late on Tesla and Bitcoin and some of those things, but I prefer to just sit back and watch. And uh, these things are already too expensive for me. We'll take a break here. We'll come back with Darren Ravel and your phone calls as well. 23 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Something amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn. Pretty amazing, right? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes, 2021. Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters. Gaps in health coverage. But... When the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills 
that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. We forgot. Paulie gets a pie to the face because Paulie said that uh, he was guaranteeing Dak Prescott was going to get franchise tag. McLovin is the one who said Dak Prescott was going to get a uh, long-term contract. And Paulie is going to get a pie to the face tomorrow. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, I think I guaranteed that on Friday. I should have known better with Jerry Jones, so that's on me. Yeah. I should have known Jerry Jones would have been made that decision. Yeah. Who picks the pie, you or McLovin, since McLovin won the bet? Again, uh, I'll start with uh, the official pie of Texas is pecan pie, which is both jagged and sharp, though tasty. So I would. I don't want you to lose the use of your other eye, other Paul. Other eye. Uh, by the way, famous people with one eye, Johnny Depp is blind in one eye. How about that? Played a pirate. That's perfect casting. Um, I think he lost his other eye in the divorce settlement, right. so I, I think he's... Seton said uh, Johnny Depp was such a method actor that he purposely lost vision in one eye to play a pirate. <laughs> wow. Pirates of Caribbean, which we're looking into. Okay. There's a thing in Texas called the millionaire pie. It's yeah. kind of like a whipped cream type pie with there's coconut, pineapple, pecans, yeah. other stuff in it that seems quite lovely. Yeah, I don't want, you, I don't want to hit you with a pecan, pecan pie. Thank you. All right, because that might hurt. And it doesn't, it's not good content. I like to see the explosion on your face. Of course. Uh, Darren Ravel, sports business reporter for uh, the business of sports betting, senior executive producer of the Action Network. And uh, I want to have Darren on for a couple of reasons. The uh, digital world of uh, sports collecting with cards. Also, a lot of these cards, you know, we're finding out Mike Trout rookie card or LeBron or Tom Brady. They're going for over a million dollars. NBA Top Shot. There, there's a lot of questions here, and that's why we bring in Darren uh, with the answers here. Let, let me start with uh, the NBA's top shot. So exactly what it is, uh, is it, and how did it start to explode into many, many millions of dollars for these, uh, these photos? Okay, so Dan, when you, if you have a 1952 Mickey Mantle, do you own the photo? I, just, I own the card. Correct. Yeah. So that's the way to think about it. You own 
you own the one of those cards and you have the right to sell one of those cards. It's the same thing with Top Shot. You have a highlight where there's 49 that have been given out and you own one of 49. You have the right to sell that one. You don't get dividends if it plays on SportsCenter or if someone runs it on YouTube. You don't get any credit. You only own the right for that one. And so just like cards where there are limited edition cards, there are a limited edition of these highlights. You get them out of digital packs and you have the right to sell them. Some of these have sold for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, the question is, is this a real market or is this a market that, listen, we're living in a world where crypto is 24-7. You wake up, you lose $12,000, you gain 12. We're living in a world where people pumped up GameStop, you know, a company that has uh, uh, age-old popcorn ingrained in their carpet and made them a blue chip company. What is real? I can't tell you what is real. But who gets the video to allow you to get the snapshot? Who owns the video of the The NBA owns the video. The NBA creates the content and then Top Shot, a company, Dapper Labs is the company that makes it, puts it in the pack. The NBA owns the video, just like whoever took the photo owns the video or owns the card. So the NBA owns the video. There is no question about that, but it is on the blockchain. So it is secure. You own that particular right to sell, and then you can sell to someone else. And by the way, here's an interesting point. The NBA, because it's on the blockchain and it's secure, the NBA knows when you sell it to somebody else. And when you sell it to somebody else, they get a two and a half percent cut. So anytime it's sold all the way down the line, they get a cut which makes digital collectibles, as long as it stays uh, healthy, more important than a physical collectible. Because once you sell a card, the league isn't getting a cut of it anymore. I'm trying to think what's the most famous piece of video that would be in a in a card in NBA history. Like what what is available? You know, LeBron's block on Andre Iguodala in the NBA finals is pretty famous or Kyrie well, that, but that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Like a card, you don't know what game it's from. People have never like Michael Jordan, uh, his his 86 Fleer rookie that is lighting up the world. That was from a random Nets game in 1985. So like, you know, this allows you to connect to a highlight. And by the way, they haven't really opened up the past. Like what would a 1988 Jordan dunk contest from the foul line highlight sell for and are they even going to be able to sell them I I you would need Michael Jordan why do I need Jordan if the NBA owns it because the NBA owned it at the time but but Jordan Jordan would have to approve of it now because he's not part of the players association oh okay explain to me the recent physical card phenomenon where like who's driving this that you know, we know Mickey Mantle seems to come up every other year or something. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Mike Trout, a Tom Brady rookie card. Uh, who's behind all of this? I think it's what's behind all this, Dan. I think it's that in COVID, we're looking for nostalgia. We're looking to reach back at times when things were normal. Uh, people are going through and cleaning their closets. Their parents are cleaning their closets. They're finding things. <laughs> and finally... Finally, this is the key. We need some excitement in our lives. We need some dopamine to be rushing through our brains and body. Go try out an eBay auction. 
see when you win an eBay auction, it's an immediate rush. <laughs> it's almost like it. I'm telling you, it's not only about the card. It's about the feeling it generates when you win an auction. And so it becomes addictive in a way. Why sports gambling up? We need to juice ourselves up because we're sitting at home with, for me, for God's sakes, I got a, got a, a t- twin boys in first grade right outside my door. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? Yeah, but you're not going to spend a million dollars on a Tom Brady rookie card just because you I'm not going to spend a million dollars, but I've spent more money than I've ever spent in my life in the last eight months. What what have you bought? Uh, I bought a – what's the most expensive thing I bought? Um, I mean, I I, I bought some serious stuff. I bought a Mike Tyson uh, 1986 Panini sticker. Those things are going for – 60,000, 70,000 in some conditions. I bought a Jordan rookie. I had to have it 86 Fleer. You know, so people are people are buying. And a lot of it is the feeling it generates. And the camaraderie, right? Like when you buy it, there's a collecting community that you then share. It forces you to have relations with people. Not <laughs> not in the Bill Clinton, not in the Bill Clinton relations, but you know, relations. Well, okay, but if you're Looking at getting into this, um, can you dip your toe into this or do you have to go into the deep end? No, it's but it's it's very risky, right? Because you have to know who's controlling certain markets. So like, I'll give you an example. One of my friends who has plenty of money says, I want to do Luka Doncic. And I say, well, you got to be careful because Luka, 21 to 25 year olds who don't have the same net worth as you, they're going into Luka cards. And what happens is if the market starts to crash, they're going to sell Luca, and then that market will crash before everything else. So I tell people, try to figure out who's in what you want to collect. And it starts with having, you have to like what you're doing, right? Like not all markets are going to stay up forever. I know that's a crypto thing and, oh, it's just going to go to the moon. Everything's going to go to the moon. It's going to all go up. Everything, never, nothing ever goes down. Don't start with that philosophy because you're going to get in trouble. But we've had, you know, Mike Trout had a rookie card. That why why is it one of one? I never understood that they only make it's one. It's a false scarcity, right? So like they decided to create this Mike Trout super fractor where it was the lotto ticket. It was the Willy Wonka. And so, did I ever think that was going to sell for three point nine million dollars? No, but this whole, we've created this whole false scarcity. If you remember, Dan, in the 80s and 90s, the reason it crashed is because they told us that the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card was limited edition. Then we found out it was the most produced card of all time, and these guys were running off sheets of Ken Griffey Jr. to pay for their pizza using it as currency. So, like, we needed to create a false scarcity. And so that's what we that's what the card industry did. This is one of 49. This is one of one. And if you pull that Willy Wonka, you then get it graded. And then there's a whole grading industry. So like you get a Michael Jordan in a one that was run over that you that you actually put literally in the spokes of your bicycle. And th- that in the worst condition is going to sell for four thousand now. But if you have a 10, that's six hundred fifteen thousand. So the one thing that I hate, Dan, is when someone goes, oh, I have this card. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if you have the physical car. If it's not a tent, like, I know. Oh, so that it, it that, that that's how it's working. I so. I had it. I had somebody who uh, works for somebody who's pretty famous in this business, and uh, he was asking me, you know, if I collected cards, and I said, you know, I got them, but I don't know if they're worth anything. And I said, you know, my son's got Pokemon cards. He went, 
Wait, which ones? Which which ones? <laughs> the Charizard? Yes. The Blastoise? And I said the Charizard. And he goes, you, you got to take pictures. You, like, how many do you have? And I go, I don't know. My son have has them in a uh, a notebook or uh, uh, a scrapbook. He goes, a binder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, and he goes, can you imagine? You're, you're like, I have a 1961 <laughs> Will Chamberlain Fleer rookie. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, but my son is Pokemon. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it's almost like disrespect. You know, like, you care more about a fake dragon than you care about Will Chamberlain rookie. Like, this is messed up. This is messed up. I had to take my phone out and open up the uh, scrapbook for... You were doing a lot. You were doing a, a live yes. viewing of Yes. Yeah. And then you could hear the disappointment in the guy. His oh, voice. that's not a first edition <laughs> from Japan. Forget about it, Dan. Goes, I'm sorry. No, I he goes, oh, look at the edges. Oh, the, oh, the edges. Oh, they're not done. Those aren't good. Okay. Yeah, those aren't worth anything. And I went, okay. So that, that was my foray into possibly being in that world yeah, for, the, for a the, split the, hard, the hardest thing that I uh, that I do every day is uh, people texting me saying, I got it. And I'm like, that's not the one. It's in horrible <laughs> condition. You know, and it's all, you know, it's it just, it, in the end, it's just disappointing for a lot of people. This is crazy. The most expensive card ever bought, is that the Pi Trainer one? Is, it's or, now, no, or Hannes the, Wagner? Mickey Mantle, Mickey Mantle's now the a five, so a Mickey Mantle 9 from 1952 Tops sold for 5.2 million. There are three 10s, and all those people are not selling. It's believed that that would be a $20 million card. The great part about that is, in 1952, Mickey Mantle was number 311 in the set. It was the high number series. So it was the second set that they came out with. And in 1952, people were disinterested after the first set. So from 1952 to 1959, Tops tried to sell those things for two cents a card. Couldn't do it. So they, they uh, took uh, a lot of the cards and uh, went in Staten Island and dumped it on a barge into the ocean. And that created a false scarcity or a real scarcity. And then the rest put it in bicycles and the rest threw the moms threw it out. So my, my favorite line, by the way, is I wish my mom didn't throw it out. And then I remind them that if their mom didn't throw it out, it would be worth nothing anyway. So, <laughs> Darren, great to talk to you and uh, good luck with the twins. All right. Take care. That's Darren Ravel, the uh, executive producer for the Action Network. Yeah, I don't get it. But I did have somebody who wanted to know, because I have a bunch of cards. I got NASCAR cards. I got I mean, a bunch NASCAR. of them. Yeah, when I, was, nice. when I was at the mothership. No, I didn't collect them. Oh. They would just send me the entire set. And then I thought, well, I got something up there that's probably valuable. And then I was talking to somebody who does this for a living. And I'm like, I got, I got all these trading cards from this company and that company from uh, you know, 1992 to 1997. They're like, yeah, it's not worth anything. I go, nothing? Yeah, Paul. My father-in-law kept hundreds of boxes of baseball cards from the 80s and 90s, but they're all in the packs. So my family doesn't know whether to take the packs open and look to see what's in there and sell them individually or just sell the box. Like, mm. You don't know who to advise you on these things. You almost need like a, uh, memorabilia advisors. Well, then I heard that they don't put gum in there anymore because the gum ruins the card. I Part of the reason why you open up the pack is to get the gum, that that cardboard texture gum. Chalk five chews out of it, and then it's no good. Chalky gum. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, see. I love that Darren Ravel's like, yeah, well, even if your mom didn't throw them away, they wouldn't be worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. Oh, I got some news on the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Have that for you coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters. Gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens... You need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Adam Schefter reporting Bud Dupree is headed for free agency. Great Steeler linebacker. He was a franchise last year, headed to free agency now. And it appears Shaq Barrett is headed there as well for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Schefter reporting the Buccaneers informed Chris Godwin he is being franchise tag. We also had Dan Orlovsky for the Mothership on in the uh, second hour of the program. And he's not all in on the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. I asked him, did the Cowboys have a good day yesterday? The Cowboys did not. Uh, Dak Prescott did. Dak Prescott's family did. 
Um, but this was a big time swing and miss for the Cowboys. I think that they took a calculated risk. You know, they tried to be patient and patient and patient and didn't want to do something like the Rams or the Eagles did. Uh, but man, that is a ton of money to give Dak Prescott. And Orlovsky always likes to say, you don't want to give a good quarterback, great quarterback money, paraphrasing him here. And it feels like Dak Prescott, by all accounts, is a good, very good quarterback. Can he be a great quarterback? But this is the going rate. This is the market. Uh, I don't want to give a quarterback who's good $40 million. But that's what happens. This is, this is the progression there, that the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. I mean, what's, what's Josh Allen going to be worth? What's Lamar Jackson going to be worth? More than Dak Prescott. In two years, we'll look back on Dak Prescott's contract and go, all right, it's not that bad, it feels like. Uh, Ed in Texas joining us. Hi, Ed. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Mitt. How are y'all this morning? Good morning, Ed. Beautiful. Hey, I just wanted to relate. I saw a video of Dak Prescott last year. He was seven weeks post-surgery. He was still on crutches. I mean, my God, uh, that's just not a good look. I mean, I had that exact same injury in my 30s, and even though I couldn't merengue or do the cha-cha, <laughs> at least I was in a walking boot by then. Uh, I think that's a bad risk they've taken. I, I agree. I don't know enough about that. Thank you, Ed. You know, we can come back from knee surgery, but when you break your ankle and it was a pretty bad break, I just, at that position... A guy who is not a stationary quarterback? And that would be cause for concern for me. But I'm going to guess that the, the Cowboys fully vetted this and Dak is progressing nicely. And, of course, the surgery, as all surgeries are, was successful. Uh, George in Ohio. Hi, George. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan. Good morning, George. Uh, a quick comment and then a mock headline. Okay. Um. Like I said yesterday, um, Dr. J is my favorite player all the time. That was a great, great interview. I always like to hear stories about the uh, old ABA. I think there's a lot of mystery there still. And they had good players, Elmo Beatty, Mel Daniels, a bunch of others. Yeah. Uh, you ready for the mock? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Dak is no quack. He is jonesing for a new contract. Okay. Thank you, George. <laughs> wow. Fritzy suddenly feels a little better. A little bit, a little bit better. A little smirk on my a face. A little bit better. Yeah, Paul. He kind of sounds like the beef, it's what's for dinner guy. Remember that, the commercial ad, beef, it's what's for dinner? He sounds like that guy. Tenderloin. Uh, George does? Yeah, just oh. like him. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, MC in Colorado. Hi, MC. What do you have for me? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I have a, since it's towards the end of the show, I figured we end on uh, almost a, a sweet note, so to speak. A, a cool fact, or a, a cool athlete that you guys were talking about earlier for baseball. The one and only Mr. King Griffey Jr. Okay. Going back to going back to back with your dad. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Being, named, being named after your dad, pretty cool. Backwards hat, pretty cool. Shoes, pretty cool. Also had a pretty cool career. All right. Well, thank you, MC. It's a lot of pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it is. A lot of pretty cool yeah, stuff. Yeah. MC had a lot of cool stuff with Ken Griffey Jr. He was the coolest. Yes, he was. For sure. Shoes, cool. 
Yeah. Backwards hat, cool. His swing, cool. Everything about him, cool. Uh, final results poll question, McLevin. Who had the best offseason quarterback strategy? The Rams run away with it. All right. Do you have a this day in sports history, Paul? Yes. Dr. Julius Irving was nicknamed the doctor, and his friend was nicknamed the professor. No, but that that's not... I know. I made it up. I just that, wanted to get that no, in. No, that's what you learned. That's not what this day in sports history. No, I don't have any good ones. So you weren't prepared. No, they're terrible. Nadia Todd. Komenich was born. Todd, what'd you learn today? <laughs> Dan Orlovsky and Tim Kalisher say it was a great day for Dak Prescott. Yesterday, not so much for the Cowboys. What did I learn on today's program, Todd? Uh, we all learned that you think we're going to look back and say the Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes for a bargain. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile. Step into an authorized dealership today. Thanks for joining us. We'll do it again tomorrow here on the Dan Patrick Show. Close out the show with Callaway. Finally got the Epic Speed Driver. And uh, as soon as I got it, Mario goes, are you going to use that driver? And I go, I just got it. All right, well, if you're not going to use it, I'd like to use it. I just got it. Callaway's using artificial intelligence to bring you the future of speed. The Epic Speed Driver, it contains a jailbreak speed frame. What it does is, well, I don't know. It's about science. It helps reduce the amount that the driver head twists and deforms when you hit the ball. That's the speed frame. So the energy, the more energy will stay on the driver's face and transfers to the golf ball. What it means is you're going to hit it farther. Jailbreak speed frame is pretty impressive. Uh, The Epic driver, just about for every driver. But they also have uh, the Epic Max additional forgiveness, the Epic Max LS. Callaway is not just building drivers. They're framing the future of speed. Check out the Epic family of drivers, CallawayGolf.com slash Epic. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at KeepersHeartWhiskey.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.